Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Tap Solutions After Hours, where we discuss all the crazy shenanigans of things that happen during the day between us, clients, the wall, and maybe our heads hitting the door. I don't know for sure, but I do know that we are talking today mostly about some of the situations that we found during this last week that really, you know, kind of were a little mind boggling, but also uh, interesting for us to discover, as we always tend to do. Uh, we tend to find things out uh, and want to report back to you guys when we do find some things that are interesting. One, I think that uh, we really were focused on, especially since we keep seeing it happen over and over again, is the idea that uh, when you start your business, you build it as you would, but then eventually you come to a point where you just stop building. Now, that doesn't mean that people aren't doing what they think is best, because obviously, you know, a lot of people say, you know, when you build it, somebody will come and you will have, you know, profit and business, you know, from then on. But the situation is, is that there's more to just building and then letting it sit. And I think um, that's something Sean and I are going to talk about today. And uh, what do you think, Sean? Should we should we just dive straight into it? I think so. I think it's a very important topic. I think those of you that have a small business, uh, whenever you go online and you start thinking about, man, the social presence is a, is, is a beast. It's a jungle out there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I always use the the uh, welcome to jungle, welcome to the jungle, right? From Guns exactly. N' Roses. But that's the truth behind it. You know, customers come in all the time. They talk to us and they say, hey, you know, we got to... We, you know, I started this e-commerce business. I'm selling a, a particular product or a service and um, looks great, looks flash and everything else. But I think you said today, which was, you know, they assume that it's you build it and they will come. Right. And then hopefully at that point, you know, they can just sit back and relax and and, and then maybe not just fully relax. Obviously, they want to do the day to day work. Right. But then there's this this aspect of like, well, where where are all the people, you know? And, and sometimes, you know, word of mouth really helps to deceive you, I think, because it's great at first. Like you get the word out, you're talking to people, you're, you're getting in front of folks and, 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 and their friends are talking about, hey, there's this brand new, especially if it's relevant to what they're doing, you know, like it, it, it's something that they can dive into as well. They can participate in it, it, you know, it really makes you think, all right, this is going somewhere. But when that well starts to dry up, then you really start to see maybe there was something else we needed to do. Yeah. I think what's spinning through my mind is I was online today and, you know, we were working with a customer and the customer says, Hey, I need to be on Google. How do I get on Google? Right. You know, I need to get on Yelp. Mm -hmm. How do I get on Yelp? And I'm sitting here thinking to myself that, you know, there's more to it than just a couple of few ones. Matter of fact, just to name a few, Google, Yahoo, Facebook, Bing, MapQuest, Yelp, City Search, Superpages.com, Foursquare, Where To, Credibility, Local Stack, Merchant Circle, and the list goes on and on. There's like 50 different pages Jeez. you can be on. Yeah. And imagine each one of those, you have to put in your business information, the name, the address, your information, the email, the phone number, and all that. Right. And, and, and then quote unquote, verify the business, of course, on top of all that, but getting not just that, but like actually putting in the time and effort to make sure that you're setting it up and 
being active on it in some kind of way too, right? Right. Not only that, but so here's the other challenge that you run into is making sure the information is accurate. Right. It's like a theme as well, where it all matches. Your address has to be the same. The phone number has to be the same. You know, the way you write it needs to be the same, because if you don't, you know, it, it creates that discrepancy, you know, mm -hmm. you know, we always talk about, you know, how that common theme is so important. So I think if those of you that are looking to make a business, do your homework and your homework should be is make sure that you have the basic foundational pieces set before you even pull the trigger, because when you do, it'll make it a little easier. Well, absolutely. And I think you're going to definitely find yourself wanting to find the tools to be as efficient as you can with it as well. And, and I think, I think part of the problem is a lot of people don't really take into consideration that you need to make sure you have your branding down, you understand it, that you have things like your logo, you have things like your your colors, just all that information in the front of your mind. And this really helps a lot. You know, like, like you said, also your information, address, website, all those are, of course, are things you have to also help, you know, start build but this is just that extra layer you're laying on top. A lot of people stop before they get to this point. So they have their website, they have their address, they have this, all these things, but now you have to put that stuff into play. And this is where, you know, all those different places you just talked about, that's really where you need to start putting into play. And, you know, it's a lot to put in. So maybe you do a little bit at a time, but you never really stop building, it seems, you know, until I, I, I don't know. I don't think it ever stops. Actually, it doesn't. And 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 here's the thing: it's a, it's a it's or, it's supposed to be organic. But but also, what I, what I will say is that, um, it, it if you don't put yourself out there, if you don't put your business out there, and you don't take control of that, other people can put different information about you that's not accurate out there, and that's that's a scary part about this. Um, not to get into security, but when you think about LinkedIn or Facebook or all these different social media platforms where you have an ability to create a platform, a lot of people say, you know what, I don't want to be online. And my take on it is, is you don't have a choice because if you don't make an account with your profile, someone else will and so and will social engineer you. Take into consideration. Yeah. yeah. Take into consideration LinkedIn. You know, I've, I've heard stories where the VP or the CEO of a company, you know, is 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 online, it's on LinkedIn, and someone creates another account similar, okay? Starts adding all of the, the, the internal individuals that work for that organization. Creates a similar email address, but it's a personal Gmail or Yahoo email address that looks very similar to the actual owner, the actual owner's name. Oh, wow. And what 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 they do is they like to reach out and email people that are in the organization. So they start looking at the hierarchy. They start looking at the structure because of LinkedIn, you, you know, you can find out who's the VPs, who's the executives, the structure. Right, right, right. So they get that information and they send an email to like their secretary, uh -huh. to the, the CEO, the hacker sends it to the CEO secretary and says, hey, listen, I am in a rush. I'm about to get on a flight. I'm not near, I'm not near my normal computer. I'm on my phone. I can't find my password. I can't, I can't log in. I need X and Y information. And they, 
quickly push it through the personal email to the secretary. The secretary is just trying to take care of right. it because she's like, oh my God, my boss needs X, Y, and Z. Right. The payroll documentation, the latest payroll, whatever, whatever the case may be. The next thing you know, she's pulling this information and sending it directly to this Gmail or whatever account. And she thought it was her boss because the email looked the same. It was very similar. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah, oh yeah. So this can be done on, on, on many different on many different areas. And I know we we deviated away from the original piece, but this is why you need to claim your business. This is why you need to claim your social media presence. Well, yeah. Well, heck, you even just pointed it out that even on a personal level, it has to get done just because, you know, if somebody's literally taking over your identity in a way, uh, even on a, a single platform, I mean, I can understand maybe maybe your personal account on Twitter isn't necessarily like going to be the huge windfall issue, but something like uh, if you're in a high position for a company, hundred percent, you're going to have to worry about it. It's a security risk. Your business acting, you know, somebody acting as you online. Well, if you ever wonder why you have nobody coming to your business and you know, somebody else is acting for you, that might be one of the reasons why. <laughs> and, and so I think you're going to find that, uh, I think, I, I think you're right to bring it up though. Cause I think the security issue is, is more prevalent than ever. Um, just the ease of access that everybody has with information online, the, the, you know, the, the way that everybody is, it's so easy to connect with folks, you know, that the three degrees of separation, it seems that we have with people. Uh, I, I think, I think that that is even more important than ever before. And, and I think that's why uh, we're so adamant here about making sure people understand that fact that security is a clear issue with your business, no matter how big it is. Right. I mean, there's so many different topics we can discuss. And I, and I love these after hours because they, they go into so many different topics. But going back to, I know we talked about social engineering, we talked about why you need to claim your identity. But going back to claiming your business, you know, I, the last episode I showed you, you know, the troll trolling of the marketing agency, right? Which I know a lot, of, a lot of people like that one, actually. But for today, I really wanted to, to hone in on about people that have a small business and talking about your existence of why you have that business. I think we had a customer come in and says, hey, I need help with some campaigns and being able to advertise it online and and I, I need I need your guidance. And the first thing that I say is, can you explain to me a little more about your business and the why? And you, you saw what you saw. Oh, I saw yeah. it. And, and it was very much, uh, you know, the question that really stuck with me was, I need to get online. What do I do? <laughs> you know, and it was, we really just kind of helped her to see that it's really, it isn't as, uh, as we were just describing, there's all these different avenues that you have to go down. You never stop building it. You just need to get started. And I think what you're going to see is that eventually it grows naturally, but you just, you have to get started. It's not going to be an easy road. I mean, you still have to run your business while doing all this stuff, especially if you are a sole proprietorship, which hats off to those that are, that are, that are on their own, and doing all this stuff and being successful, um, I commend you for your vigilance because it is a lot of work. It is. Uh, it's 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 definitely a lot of work, and you have to be motivated to to get up every day and do yourself. 
you know, it's uh, if, if you as you I think you said said it best to me, if you don't work, you can't eat. <laughs> don't eat at all. So so go, just going back to that whole piece where we talked about doing your homework and making sure you have your logos and, and your theme and so forth. But I also think it's important for you to be able to be able to answer that why question. Why did you get started? What intrigued you? What inspired you? What encouraged you to want to become an entrepreneur? And telling that story is so important because when you can tell it, then you can get out and start talking to people and connect with people and then start developing campaigns for advertisement that actually make sense. Right. Well, that actually touch people's uh, sense, not just sensibilities, but their hearts. You know, uh, a lot of people have excellent stories to tell. And what I find fascinating is that they is they is they're questioning whether or not their story is good enough. And. I would challenge everybody who's listening now even to really to really think back about what it is that got you started on your path for your business if you have one you know and and definitely just really think about it not only on a on a personal level because I mean obviously we all know at the end of the day the goal is to be a provider for yourself your family you know all of those things we know that that that's that's business we understand that but the real question is you have a story what is it where did you come from where are you going you 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 are you have a reason for what you're doing tell that story and that story naturally gets people excited invested in you and if you're if they're invested in you you're invested in you which means that now you have that story and it's going to make you shine I think you hit it right on the nail, Joe. And just to add, I think, you know, when we talk about that, I'd maybe like to share a little more why I wanted to, to build TAF with, with you and, and Jason. Um, you know, you know, my background, I, I work for, for a, a public institution in higher education for over a decade. And then after that, I went into uh, corporate America, worked for a, a major Fortune 500 IT company in, in the area of security. And what I what I missed from working in the public sector is the community aspect of being able to help and support the community. And that's why I came to you and I said, you know, it's all about saving big bucks, you know, with these big companies. That's what I was doing from a security standpoint. But you know what really works for me, really gets me going is knowing that I can serve the local community from an IT perspective. You know, it's the lady down the street that's a senior citizen that's on a fixed income that she gets a call that's spam and you know they're trying to scam her and i'm able to give her information not to get scammed that resonates with me so you know for taf solution to be the community technology partner resonates so deep with me on that level well i i have to completely agree with that i think that at the end of the day what you want to do with your life matters you know, how you affect people with your actions really helps me sleep at night. You know, like that's, you know, if it, it, that was my issue as well with, with uh, previous organizations that I worked with was that the bottom line was the most important thing. And don't get me wrong. Everybody, as you said, like I say, said before, everybody's got to eat. But, if the, you know, is that at the expense of somebody else? And that is a very valid question, you know, and it doesn't, it, it's not supposed to be that way. You know, um, 
I'm not going to get into the nuances, of course, in this show of capitalism and everything else. But let's just say that's that's a whole nother show. (laughs) But let's just say that the original intent of all of that is to have benefits for everybody who's participating in the transaction. And that, I think, has been lost in this whatever this uh, current ideological outlook is for for corporate corporatism and whatnot. So I think it's really important that we remember on the smaller level, on the small business level, the medium business, these things matter. And uh, that's why I love working with smaller businesses, uh, medium businesses, people who have, you know, who connect on that personal level. You guys uh, know the feeling that it is when you, when success arrives and you work together toward that success, networking, and happen making things big things happen even though it's lost in the shuffle sometimes on the grander scheme of things and you're not making national headlines but what you're doing is making huge impacts in people's lives and i think that you'll always remember well said which uh i was thinking about the other individual that we spoke today was another small business where uh, they they have tenants and um, they ran into an internet issue, and I think um, <laughs> this is an, an interesting one. And I hope you don't mind, Joe. We we talk about that one. Oh, absolutely. And I, I'm done preaching for the day. By the way, I, you know my sermons start <laughs> at seven. And <laughs> there you go. There you go. So the customer customer called today, extremely frustrated. Says, "Hey, I'm having internet issues. Uh, bottom line is is my customers are not able to connect directly to my internet. It's wireless and I don't know what to do. So for those of you that are that are trying to understand the internet, this is not the place for that. That's a that's a right. Just just Google the internet and it comes up as a giant data center. Right. That's the internet. But <laughs> it leads me to what's another the story. Cloud, right. What's the cloud? Man, the clouds are upstairs. But the, the bottom line is, is whenever you're looking at any type of issue, technically, you need to think about how you can isolate it because there are a lot of different moving parts. So the customer is discussing is Internet challenges where he says that the customer is not able to get online. He's unable to connect to it. So what do they currently have? So they're they're working off of a Comcast Xfinity business model um, and they're paying for just just standard standard service. So they get a modem directly from Comcast. Uh, it's an access point b- built into it, a switch built into it. You're not going to go too technical with people on the call, but long story short is his devices, his laptop, his phone was having an issue connecting. And so he had his SSID was already pre-configured. And whenever he got the new modem, he went ahead and used the same the same SSID. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is, is if you already have a saved profile on your on your laptop or your desktop or, or whatever device it's using, connecting wirelessly to the access point, uh, it's saved that original information. If you got a new router, um, it, it can become a challenge. Right. It just starts to really conflict with each other and then have issues. Right. So, so, what happens is, is so because they have that original profile, when they try connecting, it's still connecting with that with that old information. Like the same info, yeah. And the okay. problem was, okay. so what we ended up doing was, I, I told him, I said, look, just change the SSID, go ahead and change it completely new, 
And or in the because the problem was he had about 20 or 30 customers that were connecting directly to it mm -hmm. to just solve that issue, just rename the SSID something totally new. And then so they won't be able to connect directly to it. If you give them the new SSID, the new credentials with a new password, they connect directly to it. Then you can troubleshoot and see how it's reacting with that. Right. So that's what he did. So he did that and he goes, you know, well, the problem that I'm having is, you know, I'm going from a 192 address to a 10 address and and he was going back and forth with not understanding why the network was doing what it was doing. Nah. And what I ended up telling him, by the way, we weren't physically there. This is all over the telephone. Right. Well, come to find out he had multiple ISPs. He had multiple SSIDs available over there. Your telephone is looking for the best signal strength. Okay. And when it's looking for the best signal strength, if one signal goes down, it's going to flip over to the best next thing that you have already saved in your profile. Well, and that's what was happening. So it would drop from that one from that one signal. It would go to the other SSID, which was a completely different different network, and was giving him other issues. So why I ended up telling him, I said, "Look, just remove all of your saved profiles, remove them all, and just isolate the issue." And so you know that was that was the first thing that he did. The second thing that we talked about was he had. Come to find out that he was using his Comcast modem. He had plugged in his own, you know, I think it was a Netgear or whatever, whatever, whatever other access point that he had plugged directly into it. And he says, well, I'm going to call Comcast and see if they can help me. Well, understand this. Comcast is not going to troubleshoot your PC and why you can't connect to it. They're not going to troubleshoot your devices. They're going to troubleshoot their modem. So understand this, your ISP, when you pay for it, you're paying for that, that external IP or that able to get to the internet, you're paying for that router. So from the router out is what they're gonna troubleshoot. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're from gonna... the router to your machines, that's on you. Now, here's the thing, what they'll do is they will troubleshoot that one PC directly connected to their device. Uh, okay. okay, they'll do that. But besides that, you're on your own, buddy. So 20 phones. Uh, 30 laptops, all that stuff. S-O-L. You call Taft Solutions for that. There you we're, go. You call us and we're going to help you. That's our bread and butter. And we can help you guys out easily. And uh, the ISP, love them or hate them. You got to work with them. Right. And uh, I also want to mention that whenever you're, whenever you're calling us, understand that if we isolate the issue and we find out that it has to do with your ISP, we're not going to be able to call your ISP. You're going to have to call it. You're going to have to authenticate and then from there, you're going to have to solve that particular issue. When it comes to us, uh, what, knowing that your internet connection is working just fine, it's from the inside, then we can help you out with that. 100%. And again, guys, that's purely because, and you must respect it, security. They are thinking about that as well. Um, and and, and that, that's why uh, we help change the things that we can change but we can't manipulate isps to do our bidding unfortunately i don't have that crystal ball neither does sean nor do i have the magic wands but what we do have is another show that we're going to have another time and definitely guys remember we're going to keep doing what we're doing after hours let uh sean and i are going to go take some time and uh Hopefully get some sleep. We're, we're, we're already feeling a little tired over here, but that's okay. And where's my music? Here's my music. Here we go. 
I hope you guys have been enjoying the show so far lately. We're still getting the kinks worked out, but I think we've got a good thing going here. Let us know in the comments, especially. Um, there is a comment section, right, Sean? There is, yes. All right, excellent. That is an excellent place to put in your suggestions. Please do so. Would love to hear from you guys. And listen, if you, we're thinking about taking this live eventually, so I really want to hear from you guys. If you have suggestions, you're not going to fall on deaf ears. Please, please, please let us know what you think. And hopefully, we can answer some questions in the near future. Until next time, guys, have a wonderful rest of the night. Bye-bye.